Hey friend, welcome to a fresh start podcast. I'm Shannon Marquita and I am a rare disease survivor. I've struggled my whole life to figure out how to overcome physically and mentally. So if you've ever looked in the mirror and wished you saw something different, or maybe caught your inner voice saying things you'd never think to say out loud, know that you're in the right place. You're done spending time searching for quick fixes and buying all the weight loss solutions. You have spent enough time and money finding all the things that don't work. Now it's time to do it right. It's time to be equipped through healthy habits and mindset shifts to get you through to the other side, believing you are worthy even though this life is hard. Even though health is hard, we can and need to honor this body that serves us. So stop scrolling social, clicking the ads and buying all the things. Let's grab our Americano and pop in our AirPods. It's time to solve the real problem together. Let's rise up friend, a fresh start awaits. Hey there, gosh, I'm so glad you're here because today we're talking about one of my very favorite topics, time management. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I often feel like I'm behind. It's a never ending to-do list any way you turn. And the reality is, that's life. As hard as I try, that's just not going to change. So today, I want us to talk about five tips that will help you focus and ensure that not only are you getting things done, but you're getting the right things done. So if you can relate in any way of constantly having an ever-growing to-do list, grab a pen and paper because you're going to want to stay for this. Hey there. Okay, so let's just be truthful for a minute. Have you ever used your washing machine as your clothes hamper? You don't have to really raise your hand, but if you simply nod, that'll tell me. Have you ever had your laundry clean on your bed for more than a day? Again, you don't have to raise your hand, but go ahead and nod because I feel you. And that's why today we're going to be talking about one of my very favorite topics, Not because I'm a master at it, but because I've learned quite a few things along the way that have helped me release the stress of the constant state of overwhelm, because that's just reality. We can feel behind really quickly, and we can also feel shame for possibly owning a clothes hamper and yet using our washing machine as a glorified one, because let's be honest, once it's full, that's a good indicator. Hey, it's time to do laundry and it keeps dirty clothes off your floor. So today I want us to talk about five tips to not only help you focus and get things done, but ensure that you're getting the right things done. Because I don't know about you, but I quite possibly might own every planner that's ever been recommended. I have tried not only planners, apps, to-do lists, and yet I still notice that I'm feeling behind and the overwhelm sneaks up and it's just not a great feeling. So go ahead and don't look at that full shelf of planners that you might have not even cracked open and tried yet, or maybe you only had a few days, weeks, or a month filled out. That's okay. Go ahead and grab a pen and paper because you're going to want to lean in and take notes on these five tips. Let's go. Hey there and welcome to A Fresh Start. Today, we're gonna be focusing on time management, specifically five tips to help you focus and ensure you get the right things done. With that being said, I wanna honor your time. I love that you're here today and there's just so much value. So make sure you have a pen and paper so you can jot some notes down and be ready to implement at the end. Also, I wanna apologize ahead of time because if you hear some snoring in the background, that's my dog living his very best life. Gosh, I love him. So today we're gonna be talking about five tips and the reality is 
overwhelm sneaks up on us, right? We can feel like we're making headway and then all of a sudden a project or a task comes out of left field and it might be urgent, it might be important, it might be urgent and important and so it jumps to the top and sometimes we cross one thing off and three things get jumped on. It can be work, it can be personal, it can be family, it can be all sorts of things. But the reality is, first tip is to face it. Face that there will always be items on your to-do list and when I say always, I mean always. So just sit with that for a minute and exhale in relief. Because I think, at least for myself, I have this idea in my mind that one day, one day, even if it's only for a hot minute, I'm going to cross that final item off and my to-do list will be clear. It will be empty. I'll be able to take a deep breath and sigh of relief and just say, oh, finally, it's all done. But that's not true. I don't know where that idea came from. It's simply not true. The easiest example is with my house. If you own a house or if you rent any kind of house, there's always projects. It's just go, go, go. There's things that need to be fixed, things that need to be added on, things that need to be cleaned, things that need to be done, literally all the time. And so there finally comes a point where you have to give yourself permission to just hit pause. You don't always need to be doing those projects. That's not something unless, you know, you have a hole in your roof. That's urgent. It might be important. It might be important to you. It might just be on your wish list. And being able to differentiate those two is very important. So number one tip, face reality. There will always be items on your to-do list. Now breathe. (laughs) Okay. Number two is just that we over plan in tasks and under plan in the time it takes. And that's a piece of truth that we need to realize is learning how to realistically plan our time and block our time is very important. To-do lists are great and necessary. And if you're like I used to be, still trying to keep everything in your head, go ahead and stop that right now. You need a to-do list. Anyone who thinks that they don't and they'll just remember it all are usually the people that might be kind of next level stressed because they're trying to always remember it all so that they don't forget anything. And just write it down, like bless and release, write it down, get it out of your head and let that piece of stress go. And once you do that, you can remember, okay, now I can start not only finding the time, looking at my schedule in order to block it, but realizing how much time it's going to take. And both of those are a lot easier when you can have the tasks visibly in front of you on your to-do list. I know people do it in different ways. So you might have a master to-do list that is in one place where just everything lives. Something pops in your mind, something comes up, you write it on the master. And then what happens is you divvy that up. So from your master, you might be planning your day, you might be planning your week, you might be looking ahead at the next month or the next quarter, and you look at your master list and everything that's on it. Some things are urgent, and some things are important, and some things are urgent and important. And so you can find a place for them to live. But by doing this, it also gives you the opportunity to address the wants, the things that maybe have been lingering on your to-do list, like painting a room, or trying out a new recipe, or maybe a fun activity with the family, an exploration adventure, right? So now that you have everything on one list and in one place, it lets you breathe that nothing is being forgotten and being able to look at everything as a whole and put it in its designated place. From this list, something that I like to do and is very common, you might've heard this before, is having your daily top three. Your top three things that, you know what? If today goes completely awry 
if I get these three things done, I will be at peace, I will feel accomplished, I will be okay. And so looking at your master list, and maybe things come up during the day too, right? So that might automatically get added to your to-do list and it wasn't planned for. So by not over-promising yourself, oh, I don't know about you, this is what I do at least, I'm going to get everything done today and listing 20 items out. And at the end of the day, I only accomplished maybe three of them. That can feel really defeating. And that is not a nice feeling. So picking your top three for the day that these are non-negotiables. You might have to wake up a little earlier. You might have to go to bed a little bit later. You might have to say no to watching a TV show or just something extra in order to get those three things done. But it's also really encouraging and motivating, right? You get one thing done and you automatically want to go to the next thing and you can cross it off and you can see your progress. But then that way, if an additional task or tasks are added for the day, that's okay because you didn't start your day with a list of 20. You started it with three, three things that you decided were important and non-negotiable for that day. So anything that's added can be handled and managed. So I want you to practice that of realizing that you don't need to get everything done that's on your master list in one day. It's okay to only have three. If you find that you have any extra time, great, consider that a bonus. But if you only get those three things done, you will still feel happy and accomplished. Okay, so number three is planning your time, which we talked about a little bit in number two. But saying that you have your top three for the day tasks, the next question is, when will you do these three? If you're living on a prayer, you need to stop that too. (laughs) Right now, seriously, saying that those who fail to plan, plan to fail is a very true statement. We need to plan our time. We only have so much of it, and it's honestly our greatest commodity. We don't get more. So planning your time and being intentional is one of the most powerful tools that you can have. So sometimes you'll get lucky. Most times you won't because life happens and is very demanding. But this planning piece is important and vital. The rest can fit into the cracks and maybe they go on another day. But carving out morning quiet time, times for urgent items, times for email, times for your family, the things that are most important to you, you need to plan and block the time because that is so valuable and precious that you need to protect it. And then you also don't worry about getting done what needs to get done because it has a place to live. So learning to look at your time, look at your day, look at your week, all of the things and knowing where the important things are going to live. And by important, I mean you decide what's important. What are your daily three? What are your priorities? What are the things that are going to help you get to your goals that matter to you? Those need a place to live. And so you need to look at your schedule and decide here's where they're going to go and everything else is going to fit in around it. Okay, so number four is time savers. This is really important And it's honestly, I think, one of the things that people struggle with the most because, at least for me, there was a time, sometimes I still struggle, if I'm going to be honest, that you just think you can do it all. I'm going to do it all. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't be doing everything because you're not the best at everything and you don't have time for everything. And just the way that you want to be able to help and serve others 
You can't do that if you don't have time. And so you need to be able to learn that it's okay to ask for help. And some questions that you can start with are, what can you outsource? What can you restructure in order to save yourself time, right? There's no award for doing everything yourself. And honestly, exhaustion is not an award. And I wish that the sooner we can realize that, the sooner that you realize you have extra freedom and it alleviates stress because you're focusing on the right things and what matters most. Productivity and good mental health can go hand in hand, but that means that we need to release control and tasks. It's okay if this is a little overwhelming and you don't think that this is important and it's scary. So go ahead and start with the small things and build. For me, the easiest things, because honestly, I just didn't enjoy them, but they also free up time, were getting the house cleaned, getting a lawn service, having my groceries delivered, right? A clean house goes a long way for focus, for clarity, for just a nice state of mind and peace. And I don't like doing it. I mean, I can clean. I feel like everybody can clean. But if you don't like doing it, then go ahead and outsource it. Find someone who's reasonable, that does a nice job, and just bless and release. Getting a lawn service, right? You might be able to cut your lawn. You might say, oh, that only takes an hour. Great. But the reality is it doesn't just take an hour. It takes time. It takes energy. And that is very important as well because let's say it does take an hour. I don't know where you live, but where I live, it is quite hot hot and humid. So if the lawn only took an hour, okay, great. But then you have to come in and then you're hot and then you're sweaty and then you're exhausted and then you're drained, right? So you need to take a rest. You need to hydrate. You need to shower. You need to regroup. And all of a sudden, what only took an hour might actually take two or three times that by the time you're ready to do another task. What are two to three hours worth for you? Is that worth finding a service that can help serve you and free up that time that you can be spending it with your family, working on your goals, working in your business, anything? And that's really the question that you have to weigh everything against is what is this time worth to me? Is it worth outsourcing and allowing someone else and blessing their business to do so I can have that time back? Honestly, another good example for me is getting groceries delivered. This might not be normal. I don't know what's normal, but I love grocery shopping. (laughs) I love walking the store, going up and down the aisle, seeing new things, reading ingredients. Like I really enjoy grocery shopping, but part of that means it takes extra time. I'm not somebody that just goes in with a list and checks it off and gets out. If I was, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal. So getting my groceries delivered is a huge time saver for me because I can go into the app. I can find all the items, I can add it to list, and then boom, somebody else handles it and it shows up at my door. Meanwhile, I'm home or at the office getting things done and making progress on my goals, on my to-do list, in my business, being able to serve others in a way that only I can do. Whereas getting groceries delivered, somebody else can do that and they're honestly gonna do a much better job than me. So that's the question that you have to ask yourself. What are ways that you can find and create more time in your day and schedule for things that only you can do and matters most to you? If groceries is a quality time for you with your spouse, with your family, by all means, you know, 
mesh the two, have quality time and get things done. But for me, that's just not the case. And it's going to be different for everybody. But once you decide, I will tell you that it's worth it. You need to be able to make that commitment to bless and release so that you can focus on what only you can focus on. And so sometimes we need to save time and spend money. And it might not be a ton of money. It's often quite reasonable what these fees or charges are and what you get back in return. It can be tenfold, you guys. So just know you're going to have to spend some money in order for someone to do those tasks, but it's worth it. And that's just something that you need to realize is not only going to increase your happiness and mental health, it's going to increase your productivity. And that alone is worth it. Number five, technology. This can be a love-hate relationship, but it's going to help with your focus and productivity. Now, I want you to also keep in mind it can hinder as well because technology is a source for endless distractions if we allow it to be. So for me, some things that I do in order to make technology work in my favor and to support what I'm accomplishing is when I'm working, I do two things. One, depending on the duration, I put my phone in airplane mode so I can be laser focused or I don't know what kind of phone you have. I have an iPhone. It has this really cool feature that not everybody knows about or uses that's called focus mode. And so what that means is I get to decide what comes through. So I have a favorites list that they can reach me no matter what, because if it's an emergency, I don't want them to get dumped into a do not disturb feature, but it doesn't allow all the other notifications the things that might be, you know, an app reminder or a coupon or things that you can live without for one, two, whatever many of hours that you're working and need to be focused. So if you have that feature, I highly suggest that you familiarize yourself with it and try these two things during your working time because we don't notice it initially because we might think it's only a little bit of time here and there. But every time we pause because we get a notification, because we get a text or an interruption or anything, we are breaking our focus and it takes time in order to get back on track. And so I want to encourage you, the more you can stay laser focused and get things done during your working time, the time you've blocked, the better. Number two, I use a task manager app in order to keep me focused, but also organized And I'll do a whole nother episode on that because there's honestly just so much value. But I want to encourage you to find something like this, something that you can use it in order to keep your master to-do list on it in order for each individual task. But I just love it so much because I have access to it anywhere. I have access to it on my computer. I have access to it on my phone. It's called Asana and I seriously just love it. I use the completely free version and it has everything that I need, including aspects for my team. It's just life-changing. So if you have ever heard of it, great. If you use it, even better. You might be like I was for a while where I downloaded it, but I never really dove in. It's time for you to dive in. This is going to be life-changing if you use it properly. And that is to not just make a list and never open it again, But have this constantly with you because anytime you have working time, you can focus on this. I have a board that is named urgent, like things that need to get done immediately go on this board so that during my urgent working time, I just go here and I can knock things out really quickly. And then I have task list that is for my house or for family, 
for different parts of my business. Things that might come up in passing and mentioned, I can put them where they need to go, but then there's also an option where you can view all the tasks from all the different lists in one place. You can put due dates, you have a detail section where you can make, you know, sub bullet points, like maybe a to-do list item actually has five things that need to be completed before that task is done in its entirety. You can list all that, files, pictures. I know I'm already giving you probably TMI, but you need to check this out. Even if it's not Asana, find one that works for you. But this is a way that you need to embrace technology because God bless all the people I know. I love them so much. But that paper planner that you carry everywhere, it's not serving you because what happens if you forget it at home? What happens if you leave it in your car? What happens if you spill on it? I mean, all the things... Your life can't live in a paper planner anymore because you're limited. You can't be out making appointments or if you find some time while you're waiting, maybe at the doctor's office, you have 30 minutes, you have 60 minutes, maybe they're behind, maybe you're early, but you don't know what you need to be working on because you left your planner at home and that is not good. So I'm all for paper planners. I have one that I absolutely love now that I feel like I've officially tried them all. But that stays at home. That stays at home so that when I'm planning my day, when I'm working, it's all right there. And it's easy for me to focus and plan out my month, etc. But that's not what I carry with me everywhere. What I carry with me everywhere is my phone, you guys. And so you need to have something. Again, I love Asana, A-S-A-N-A. The completely free version is what I use. And everything lives there in addition to my calendar that I can just always have access to no matter what. So I'm never limited to not be able to be productive if time presents itself and the opportunity. So go ahead and check those out. You're going to absolutely love it. And part of what also goes along with technology is in order to help keep you focused and eliminate distractions. For me, the place that I find the most helpful is on my computer when I'm working to go ahead and delete those shortcuts that aren't serving you. For me, the biggest one was Amazon. I'll be working and I might just feel like I need a pause or I want a little bit of an escape before diving into the next task. And clicking on that Amazon shortcut, you guys, even if it's only 15, 20 minutes you lose while you're scrolling or searching or reading about items, that's 15 to 20 minutes of your working time that you lost because there was a quick, easy button to get you off task. So for me, I went ahead and removed that along with other shortcuts. It might be social media. It might be an email shortcut. It can be anything, but you need to get rid of that because they're not serving you. I can just as easily type in, well, what I use is the charity version. You can use amazon.com. I personally use smile.amazon.com. So every purchase that you make gets to go and make a contribution to the charity of your choice, but I can just as easily type that in And it might take a few more seconds, but it's worth it than having that constant one-click button just staring at me as a temptation in order to break from my focus. So go ahead and do both of those things. And you're just going to, I mean, I'm so excited for the change that you're going to experience. But you know what your favorites and your shortcuts and your tempters are in order to break your focus. So go ahead and get rid of those one-click buttons right now. It could also be an app on your phone. You know, it. For some people, I'm very grateful that social media is not a tempter for me. So I have those apps on my phone just for easy access. But for a lot of people that I know, they deleted them. And it it was crazy when you have your weekly reporting of screen time, how much it decreased. So 
take an inventory over these next few days, maybe even week, and see when you're getting distracted or tempted from your work and to-do list, what the cause is, and then go ahead and eliminate it. So that's my challenge to you is to go ahead and apply these five tips over this next week intentionally and see what time are you finding that you can be getting so much more done? How does your stress level decrease? Where is your time going? Did you even know that you weren't as focused as you thought you were or that you could be this productive or that you were allowed to release tasks that you thought you had to do and you could give it to others and find that time to spend more quality time with your family, your loved ones, getting things done at work so that projects weren't lingering like they were before. I mean, there are just endless options. And if this is something that you really feel like you could use some more one-on-one help with, that's why I created Healthy Habits Coaching. If you go to Shannon Marquita, S-H-A-N-N-O-N, M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-A dot com slash coaching. I teach you how to create and find more time to do healthy habits because the time is there. The habits that you want, you know what they are, but sometimes just finding the time, creating the habits and maintaining those healthy habits, we need some help. So if you are wanting some extra one-on-one time, go ahead, snag one of those 60-minute spots. I only open up five per month and let's dive in together. Also, join our Facebook group. Post in there. What do you feel like your struggles are? What was your aha moment from this episode? And let's keep moving forward together because time is our most precious commodity. We can't get it back and we can't get more of it. So being as intentional as possible and doing the right things is so freeing, accomplishing, satisfying, and it just helps our overall mental health. So I'm so excited. I love that you are here for today. I'm incredibly excited to go into the Facebook group and see where your aha moments were and how you've taken back control of your time and schedule and what you plan to implement immediately, as well as connecting with you in healthy habits coaching. Bye guys. Hey there. If this podcast helped, challenged, or inspired you in some way, I would love it if you'd do me a huge favor and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps me to hear from you and know how this is best serving you. And go ahead and screenshot this and share it in your stories. Tag me at Shannon Marquita. That's S-H-A-N-N-O-N-M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-A. And send it over to a friend in a text who is ready for healthy changes in her life too. Let her know that this episode might serve her as well. I am just so grateful for you and would love to hear from you. Come hang out and let's connect over in my Facebook group, bit.ly.com slash a fresh start, or send me a message. I look forward to seeing you back here in a few days.